I'm not surprised. <laughs> I keep saying, man, I don't throw in hope. I aim and fire. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f he wants. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. Oh, H to the O V. I used to move snowflakes by the Welcome back to another edition of The Casuals. I'm your host, Aiden LaCorey, joined alongside, as always, anonymous Tony Ferguson fan. Um, this show has been pushed off repeatedly due to both our mental health and our inability to meet and our just, again, general lack of not wanting to talk about the events that occurred on January the 23rd. Break it, Conor McGregor knocked out in the second round. We are not unbiased podcasters. Uh, the press, the press phone call in the aftermath, multiple phone calls, just a depressing moment. What, what was your night like watching that fight? And then we'll break it down. I mean, nothing. I have no fond memories of the evening. Um, after he actually lost, I just like went for like a really long walk. Yeah, I, it's freezing cold out. I middle of the night, I just went for a super long walk. Just like, what just happened? Like, how'd that happen? But it was mostly just shock. Yeah, Connor, Connor's, you can but, make a um, case Connor's my favorite athlete ever. I mean, I'm still a little shocked that he got knocked out. We were talking in our, our group chat. Your favorite fighter getting knocked out is like an all-time terrible feeling in sports. Mm-hmm. Like the only comparable things are lo- like your favorite basketball team loses on a buzzer beater in March Madness or the NBA playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, football is the only comparison in football is like, I guess for the stage that they're at, because I feel as we kind of talk about every UFC fight is just so like high stakes. It's essentially like your team gives up a go ahead touchdown in the final like minute of the Super Bowl. Like it's it's broad to compare it to events such as that, but the the feeling inside is eerily similar because it's not a decision. Like it's stunning because we've never seen it before. I mean, yeah. the Khabib was similar, but that was like it was a little bit more of a buildup. You saw you saw what was going to happen. This was just like pretty much out of nowhere. Well, I think for the first time, like. Well, I mean, I guess you do it after the first night fight, but losing to Khabib, right, is okay. You lost to arguably the greatest of all time, like everyone else, but getting mm-hmm. knocked out by Dustin Poirier. And I'm going to give my props to Dustin Poirier because if anyone was to be Connor, I would want it to be him. No, great guy, um, does so much for the community and charity, and it, it is a guy who you can empathize with, you know, mm-hmm. his grind to the top, his struggle. So I do respect us support a great game plan. We'll break down the actual fight. It just makes you question Connor's mortality. You know, it's, 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 it's really tough. I mean, I think we all knew it was a big battle, but. So here's, here's my take on that. My well, take on that yeah, is like. Overall, just what was your, your takeaway from it, I guess. So like when the fight ended, my phone, I was getting a bunch of texts from people. He's done, you know. Like his, he's done. Like his career's over. How do you lose to Poirier? And I'm just like, I mean, yeah, he probably should. Like he was expected to win, but I think that's where what went what, what went wrong is like 
the line was so in his favor. Well, the I mean, we talked up about that. His the favor. line was juiced. Like, it really isn't that shocking that, like, no. Dustin Poirier beats Conor McGregor. I guess the way it happened was super stunning. Yeah, I thought it would be a decision if Dustin were to get it done. But, like, to say he's done because he lost to Dustin. I mean, Dustin is a killer. He's I mean, those are the man. casuals, like, to, like – like we joke they were casuals. Those are like actual casuals who like who don't understand how good Pori is. But I mean, it does make you wonder. I think not that he's done for me, and I think you get that. But just knowing his kind of commitment level, and there's just a little signs. It does make you kind. There are, I think, for the first time, like when he lost to Nate the first time. It's like, oh, he's a he's a featherweight fighting at one seventy, right? Okay, mm-hmm. losing to Khabib Usyk. This is the first fight where I feel like there's actual like him as a fighter questions. And I know that might be like a bit of a hot take because I'm sure people did. But in my mind as a fan, it's the first time I'm like, like something's got to change if you're committed to this. You know what I mean? And I, I'm confident that he could get there. But yeah, I, in response to your point, anyone like there was a lot, even like some known like reporters were saying like, oh, I think he's done. Like you don't understand. Like if this guy's committed, he's still a top tier fighter. It's just... Mm-hmm wasn't his day and there's some clear things he's changed we're, we're doing the show his post came out so you have anything other to say like of the broad fight before we start kind of breaking down the actual like details of it have anything else like just like the broad grand scheme of things you know what i, I did like the respect as much as like yeah. trash talking kind of the, the the post fight stuff i really enjoyed between both of them like how poria's wife came into the locker room to thank connor for donating Dustin Connor had a couple interactions, like just wishing each other well. Like I, I do, I do like that side of fighting. That's the side of fighting. I, as for all the trash talk, I, I respect the two men a lot. I agree. I mean, I, I, I do think that it was almost like too respectful. Like he was almost too respectful, Connor. Like he was just so nice. Like he got knocked out and looked like he wanted to, you know, that that part with too. Dustin. That's part too. The fact that he was a meme was brutal. Mm-hmm. Like if he loses by decision, the same people who hate him are going to be talking about it. But in reality, like the meme kind of set it over because you the next couple of days is all you saw. Um, the tech. Let's go to technical aspects of that fight for both sides. First off, first round, Connor looked really good. Mm-hmm. The takedown I think surprised him a little early, but recovered nicely and clearly, decisively, I thought won the first round. Mm-hmm. I think poor game in the first round. Yeah, and I think one thing that people talk about, I saw, um, I think Luke Thomas tweeted it, and he made a good point is Dustin's chin is like one of the best chins in the game right now. Mm-hmm. When Connor knocked him out, even though it was seven years ago, it was behind the ear. It wasn't a, like a clean knockout to the chin because Connor was was piecing Corey up, I'd say, in that first round, like getting heavy shots or hit landing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Corey has shown throughout his career, he, he, he can eat those shots. That was like an interesting. I had it by decision because I do. I thought the knockout would be hard. So Connor looked. So that's the overall summary. Connor looked really good in the first. Stuff the takedown. Looked good in guard. Powerful shots, really good. But then you could even see in the first and especially the second. Poria starts attacking the calf, hitting those leg kicks. Connor looked utterly unprepared for them, which was kind of stunning. Mm-hmm. And my one criticism, and I think any Connor fan, if they are truthfully like analyzing, look at it, is Connor sometimes does struggle when things start to not go his way or things you're unprepared for. And that's what happened here. His leg went dead. He couldn't stand on it. And then Poirier touched him up. A um, couple of great right, uh, excuse me, a couple of great lefts, a couple of great combos and uh, the TKO victory. Um, first time at Connors ever been knocked out. 
I feel like we have to start with the logical place. The, the leg kicks, the calf kicks. People have been saying that's how you beat Connor for years. Poirier executed a great game plan. What was frustrating to me was Connor was like, oh, I just wasn't ready for that. I just don't understand how you aren't ready for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and on the coaching staff too, even after the first, like you have to note it, like that, that's been the game plan for years on how to beat you. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you were just utterly unprepared and, and, and didn't really do anything about it and showed no ability to check it. And granted, Poirier's kicks were great, but I mean, a great game plan, a simpl- simplistic game plan, but it worked out. It was interesting to me, though, I'll, then I'll let you go because I know I've been rambling, was it is interesting to me, Connor was like, even after the Khabib fight, before the Khabib fight, he was talking and then it came out like he wasn't 100% and his training, he wasn't focused. He didn't back up on any of that. So I do believe, and Kavanaugh even reiterated, like, no, this was like a prime form of Connor. Like, he looked great. He felt great. He was in a great state of mind. So I think he just got bested. Like, I don't think it was a prep issue. I think it was a lack of awareness for, like, Poirier's game plan, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, they were so focused on what he needed to do. They, I don't think there was an adequate game plan for what Dustin was going to do. Because I feel like that should have been very simplistic in training that leg kicks are coming. I want to hear your thoughts on the technical side of it. So he, he said in his post today that um, like he, he treated almost as like a boxing fight, as like a tune-up for Pacquiao. Interesting comment. It, which kind was, of an excuse, which I don't like, but also makes complete sense. Because when we said it, when it was this fight was a natural, like, oh, the, he's – and I think he mentioned even before then is this is so we can train for the southpaw that man – like, I read that, and, like, I love Connor. But, like, if I'm reading that as a normal fan, I'm like, wow, dude, fuck you. Like, you're really going to treat Dustin Poirier as a tune-up for Manny Pacquiao? Like, like Frustrating. what? It's a different sport. <laughs> it's just a fundamentally different sport. It's just frustrating. Like, you know you're going into an MMA fight. Like, did you really expect? Like, Dustin just not kick you, not try and take you down. Like, I, I can see Con- – it, it is frustrating to hear. And I think he's frustrated that he did it too. He'll never come out and say that, but I think he now that the, he lost and it's stinging him, he's frustrated with it because they definitely focus so much on the boxing mm-hmm. aspect of it, the stand-up game. And obviously he looked good, again, defending the takedown. Obviously Dustin didn't take it out, but getting right back so- up to his feet in the guard. But – you're right. That, that's one of the reasons. There's a clear emphasis on one side of the game. And then when stuff started to go that way, just it seemed to go to the wayside. So I think part of that, what they thought about that is, is like they looked at, they might have looked at the hooker fight too closely because Connor, Hooker, both, both lefties, both boxing guys, that fight against Hooker was, was pretty much just boxing. And maybe they thought it would be very similar. I honestly don't know. Like, I honestly don't know how it's how it's possible that you weren't ready for leg kicks. So this is a question that I don't think, being a counterfeit, you look at, I like John Kavanaugh, but I've been reading a lot of articles, and there is something to say that while a good developmental coach, some said it, his in-game ta- or in-fight tactics, not great. Like his ability to adjust and help Connor throughout the fight. Now, again, I'm not well-versed enough to truly be able to break down and comment, but I think there is something to be said that Kavanaugh is not a, obviously this is mostly like when the fighter is down, it's mostly on them. But I think there's somebody who said, and we kind of touched on it. The coaching I think clearly was not great. 
And so essentially the article was saying was Connor can very well get to the level that he was at and be the lightweight king again. You know, he can get there. He has phenomenal skills, but maybe it takes a, a new coach, a new team to, to unlock a different side of him if he's truly committed. So I wanted to hear your thoughts on that article, that, that idea. I mean, it's a tough idea, I think, but I think it's tough. There's sense to it because, like, if one of if one of those if one of those punches that lands flat flat on Dustin sleeps him in the first round, no one in their right mind is saying anything about John Kavanaugh. Yeah, honestly, I don't I don't think it's necessary. I think I'm I like Kavanaugh, but it's definitely something to think about. But I mean. It's just, I think it would, so this is funny because this is my second time a fighter I love just been destroyed by, by light kicks. First it was Sugar, now it's Connor. And it, I'm just going to repeat myself, but just frustrating because the game plan has been out. Like people have, mo- like throughout the year said, oh, if you want to be Connor, a non-Khabib is just attack, attack the leg. Um, there's also something to be said is, uh, someone, a lot of people did breakdowns, his stance was different. He didn't look as loose and and zippy and flowy as he said he was and in the past he was mm-hmm. his body language didn't look great either but then but then i go back to but the first round he did look really good and like as you've mentioned mm-hmm. like let's say even won by decision like i wouldn't have been saying oh his, his stance looked different there's a lot you there's a lot more nitpicks when you lose and obviously when you win i do think something is oh, just said God. that like when you look at it and you look back at his career the length the reach and just kind of the the overall advantage he has as a featherweight probably will have and always would have served him well. Like that probably is where he was at his best. But it feels like what five six years since he's been at featherweight. But like looking back and like that's what really serves him well. Um, I, mean, I also do feel as though, and this is another discussion, is he he seemed committed for this fight. But I don't think there's that. He was committed to the fight, but he's also like looking ahead. Possible title shot, a Manny fight. Like, until he truly gets back with a full focus on MMA, I don't, I don't know if he can contend for a championship. That's just me. And that's a negative opinion, but I think it's, it's the truth. I don't know how you feel about that, but, or if I, my internet's okay. I'll make one more point before I comment on that. Like, there's pictures that have come out. Like, it's comparing him to the Eddie fight. Mm-hmm. He definitely looks much more relaxed against Eddie. He's on his toes more against Eddie. And he's controlling the range much better against Eddie. Like, he's got his hands out the whole time. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's nitpicking, but it's, it's definitely something to think about. No, I mean... The breakdowns were fascinating. It was like there is a clear difference, and he gives up in this new stance. He, um, I know my wife is my Wi-Fi has been terrible, so I'm sorry about that. But he just gives up a lot. I feel with this new stance, he gives up reach. He gives up the length advantage. I don't know. It it, it was inter- I'm interested to see where he goes from here. So I want to ask you, where does he go from here? You cannot. Assuming Khabib is gone, you cannot justify Connor fighting for the title. You can't justify the trilogy right now because in no world should he be fighting for the title. 
I think I think it has to be Nate at one fifty five. Yeah, I think there's. I texted you. I think there's a very easy like almost like eight team turn eight excuse me eight fighter tournament to do now. I think you do Dustin Charlie Olives for the belt. You do Gaethje versus Chandler. Nate versus Connor the trilogy, which is its own pay-per-view and then hooker ferguson tony uh, excuse me dan hooker tony ferguson and then rda is kind of maybe rebook rda islam makachev again i don't know that that's kind of i think a natural lineup but i don't know if it i doubt it actually happens that way i think charles Oliveira deserves mm-hmm. a title mm-hmm. shot but if i had to guess i do think dustin connor gets booked for the trilogy fight even though he doesn't deserve it that's my opinion for the for the for the belt, yeah. I if I had to make a prediction, I I think Dustin Connor trilogy for the belt, just because that's where the money's at. I think there's no way. I think there's no way. You can't justify Connor not, getting a title shot over Olivier. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not justifying. I'm just saying what I think's gonna happen. I don't. I don't. Mm-hmm. I would be like even as a Connor fan, I'm like he doesn't deserve it. But it's Connor McGregor. Rules go out the wayside. It hasn't, yeah. I mean, multiple fighters have come out and accused Levere of like ducking, ducking their fights. Chandler brought it up. Dan Hooker brought it up. We haven't even talked about Michael Chandler, but I guess that, I mean, that's kind of our discussion on Connor. I feel I, I personally don't think there's much else to say. Inter- some interesting decisions ahead for him. Going to kind of leave it at that. Props to Dustin Poirier, solid game plan. Truly an underrated fighter, I think, at this point now, because he's a little more known by the masses about how good he is. Like when you look at his career and the guys he's beat, sh- surefire Hall of Famer. But, but before we move on and kind of preview mm-hmm. some stuff, Michael Chandler's debut, fucking impressive. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts on that. I blatantly dislike the guy, but it was ridiculously impressive. <laughs> there's no denying that. There's there's no denying that. And I think he's above Connor in the food chain right now. Oh, absolutely, as he Which should be. Sucks. Connor's Connor mm-hmm. Connor's like either right below or right above Tony. I think Dustin, Gaethje, Oliveira, and Chandler are all are a four clear guys ahead of ahead of Connor. Mm-hmm. Um, Chandler grew on me, actually watching like the embeddeds and whatnot, like him as a person. He's kind of cringy, I guess. I guess is one of the words, like some of his stuff. Yeah. It's like, obviously he had the whole thing with like Tony didn't want to, but it, fucking impressive debut. That's all I yeah. can say. Like, I mean, dude, dominated Hooker on the feet. I which did is... not expect that to happen. Hooker looked weird. Hooker looked, Hooker looked so concerned about the takedowns that he just like left his chin open. A couple of guys, like Connor and Hooker, back to back, just guys I did not expect to get knocked out at all. Um, yeah. I mean, if you told me both those fights ended by knockout, I would have assumed Hooker and McGregor won. Yeah, I mean, Chandler's hand, like the power, the power. Look, watching that fight is is real. Hmm. I, I think he should fight one more time. Like a, a Gaethje fight, I think would be electric. Um, he grew on me seeing how like, how he adopted his kid. And I relate to that a lot. Really grew on me. 
I like him as a personality. I think you just got to kind of embrace the cringiness, but I also, he grew on me just as a fighter, like gained some respect. So he, he, he was, I, I mean, like he's probably tied with Dustin for the clear, just biggest winners from that card. I mean, um, yeah, to show like that on a Connor card in your UFC debut. And honestly, I like the Ric Flair promo at the end. I was debating in that. I, I like it. Kind of cringy just, but like, it, it was cool. Um, Dana likes him. Would not be, it wouldn't, it's interesting. Like Dustin's kind of controlling things right now. Because Khabib's not coming back. Mm. There's no shot he's coming back. It's just a matter of when Dana decides to strip him or he relinquishes it. I, the the one question I'm interested to see is Ariel asked Dustin this, I don't, and I think you saw it, is should Dustin get the belt? Like they've done that before where they gave the belt to someone before instead of like an interim title shot. So like next time Dustin fights, should he be the champion going in? Should like he be like named the lightweight champion and the next fight is not a, like a, not interim champion, just like both guys are fighting for the belt. Like it should be one of them already has it. I want to hear your thoughts on that. Hey. I, I don't think he should just be given it. I think he should have to – his next fight should be for it, no interim, but his next fight should be for it. Yeah, but if Khabib is retired, the Connor fight is essentially the – like, I, I, you can make a case that this Connor fight was, like, the interim belt, you know what I mean, or for the belt. Yeah, that's fair. And his next fight will be for the belt one way or another, so I don't think it really yeah, but. I would not be surprised. Like, I just, I do, like, I think he's very deserving of it. I don't think they do it, but I, like, if they did, I think they should. That's, I guess, my take. Like, Dustin should be considered the, the, like, the, the unified, the only lightweight champion right now. That's my opinion. This I don't think they should. That should have been, should, that should have been for the belt. I wouldn't be mad if they did. I don't think they should, but I wouldn't be, like, mad if they did. Interesting. And then, because, but because it's interesting because like he's saying like he wants Connor again. He he would take Olivier, but he won't do Chandler, and I think he said he wouldn't do Gaethje. Hmm. I don't know if you heard me or if I glitched out. Say it again. I was saying that Dustin, the post game, or I keep on saying post game, post fight presser said he wouldn't fight Chandler and he wouldn't fight Gaethje. I'm pretty sure. He would fight Oliveira, Nate, or Connor. I mean, it should it should be Oliveira. But like the UFC knows, like putting Connor on a card and putting Oliveira on a card, I mean, yeah. You want to make money or you want to do what, what the right thing is. So we'll see. I would I would imagine it'll be Oliveira. If I had to bet on it, I would say Oliveira. I hope so. I hope so. We'll, we'll see. Lightweight's interesting. But um, before we go, kind of a shorter show. UFC 258 is in like a week and a half. Kind of a rough card. But Burns, Usman, let's do our predictions now, our preview of the fight. Just give me what you're feeling about this card in general and that specific fight. So the card overall, I mean, like we said – it's not, it's not the sexiest. I think they saw Usman headlining it against Burns. You know, the hardcore, the, the UFC fans will tune in, but it's not going to bring in casuals. They didn't waste like any of the other title fights. 
I mean, there's five title fights in March and there's one in February. But I mean, if you like like grappling and if you just like high quality groundwork, this main event is going to be, it's going to be a great fight. I mean, I don't think it'll be a short fight. The more I think about it, the more I'm worried it could just become like an Usman dominates him type deal. But Burns was legit. He looked incredible in his last fight. So been waiting for this one since that last fight. It's been a given since that last fight. It's gotten postponed a few times, but I'm looking forward to it. I am. I'm hoping that Burns has enough on the ground, which I think he does to at least make it maybe interesting. But I think there's a case to be made that like for all we talk about how dominant Khabib is, I really don't see anyone beating Usman. Like I think Usman is extremely underrated in the fact that not only people talk about how dominant and how much of a bad matchup he is for everyone in that division. Because he has the stand-up game to I think compete with anyone, but then his just wrestling is next level. I think Colby is still the hardest matchup. I mean, mm-hmm. like, here's my thing with Cobra Burns. I think he's a talent. Uh, Masvidal was the fight to make. I'm glad it made it happen. I wish it didn't originally have to be Burns so we could have gotten a full buildup. But, like, Dane, I mean, dude's on a crazy winning streak, but his best win is still Tyron Woodley or Damian Maya. Like, Mm. I, I don't I, I don't know what like I, I just don't know like when your best win is Tyron Woodley and Damian Meyer in the last couple of years and now you're going up to Usman that's just a massive step up that's all I'm trying to say I don't think sure. he has a chance I think yeah. Usman wins decisively like that's that's where I'm leaning as well do you, do you think Usman finishes it Usman just seems like a decision machine, to be honest, which is another reason people don't like him. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah, he's boring in and out of the cage. <laughs> yeah, he 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 tries to uh, he tr- he tries to talk trash, poor trash talk. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of a boring mm-hmm. fighter. Although I do respect his dominance. Like, I, I always like it is like when you watch him, like in the back of my head, it's like, oh, this one. Uh, the more dominant fighters I've seen. I just, I'm, I'm really, and this might be a really hot take, but like I'm slightly more interested for some of these fights on this upcoming fight night, this Saturday, than I am for like that card. Cause like, I feel like the buildup has a, oh, yeah. cause like, look at, look at this. Fight I don't think night. that's fair. Look at the upcoming fight night. You have, I mean, Overeem Volkov, I'm not, to be completely honest, not completely excited for, but I still think that should be good. And then you mm-hmm. have um, Edgar Sanhagen, which I keep forgetting is on there. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a great, great fight. And then... It's a great fight night coming. Yeah. And then what else you got? Let's see. There's a, some... Panil Darius. Yeah. And then Cody Stammen. Like, you have some names. The Diego Ferrer, Benil Darius, I'm really excited for. Michael Johnson, Clay Guida, why not? Like, there's some good names on this card. Well, I mean, Usman Burns on that specific fight, I am more excited for simply because it's the title fight. But kind of after that, it's it's, it's kind of lacking, in my opinion. 
Other I mean, the co-main is Macy Barber and Alexa Grasso. Yeah, supposedly. Or Gastelum's fight them. There's just not much there. But I think it's also hard to compare when you have that March coming up. You know what I mean? Like, when you have mm-hmm. such a stick, sick March card, like, everything is just loaded. And it's just... So... I mean, I think it could be interesting. I mean, with a guy with a jiu-jitsu at the level of Burns... Anything could happen. If, you get, yeah. if it's on the ground, you're never safe against Burns. I mean, Mazadal got completely wrestle blocked for five rounds. I mean, you're not going to do that to Burns. There's going to be times when you're on the ground with Burns where it's going to, you're going to be at, in position where you might get choked. But, I mean, just looking at the division, like, it's just who's going to beat, who's going to beat yeah. him? I don't know. Like, a dream fight generally that would never like I would love for Khabib to move up. Didn't mm-hmm. he never do it? That would be sick. I don't know, dude. Like, I think it's hard what's going to come out of my mouth is insane. But okay. I think the only person in welterweight who I could like see beating him is Kazmat. No, I could see Colby beating him. Mm-hmm. I think Colby has the best chance for sure. Kazmat, I, I see what you're saying. Like Kazmat in terms of, but I think it needs to be like a Kazmat with a couple more fights under his belt. Like I think Hazmat. So you of, said you said you said you think that Usman is going to dominate Burns. I don't. I think that's my it, prediction. It, as good as Usman is, I think it's going to be a close fight. I've made it. I've but made. I, the, I mean, I'm not. I think you made the mistake too. I made the mistake in the past of being like, this guy is only beaten. Insert blank old slash not good fighter here. Like that's his best win. And sometimes I feel like I look at that mm-hmm. rather than actually looking at how they did it or their skill set. You know what I mean? Like, I think you did that. I think the most famous thing, not to throw you in the bus, but, like, when you and Jan was fighting Aldo, and you were like, Peter Jan's best win is Uriah Faber, and it failed to look at how good Peter Jan is. So that makes sense. I might be doing that here. I just think Usman is clearly better than Burns. Like, I don't think a Tyron Woodley win is anything. That's fair. Tyron Woodley stinks. He's yeah, terrible. Yeah. And Damian Maya, I'll give it that. I'll give him he had the – but I think Usman does – just obliterates Maya too. I just think his fighting style, like when, when anyone fights Usman, like when Masvidal fought Usman, you're just frightened of being taken down the whole time. Gilbert Burns can let it go on his feet because yeah, he's fine getting taken down. He lives on the ground. I mean, that was the best part about you know what I'm saying? The, the Colby fight though. When Usman fought Colby is both of them were like, all right, I'm not going to mess around on the ground because they both saw each other were so good. So it was like, all right, let's just have a stand-up war. Um, I don't think that's what this is, but I, I think Usman. I don't want to say. Yeah, I'm going to go Usman by decision. But like at this, like uh, fifty, like 45, 50, 46, something like that. Forty-nine, forty-six, or fifty, forty-five. I mean, that's definitely the uh, the chalk pick, but. I don't know, because I don't know if you can be on the ground with Burns for five rounds and not expect to get choked out. I think you're I think I think Burns is really, really, really good. Interesting. So what's your pick? Instead, I'm gonna go Usman by decision. (laughs) Because I'm a coward. Okay. I I I mean sometimes the coward play is a good play. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. 
I think that's going to do it for us. Our depressing episode as we mourn Connor's loss. Look hopeful to the future. Preview a little UFC 258 action. Didn't even touch on Shiga's return or some of the fight nights that are announced. Um, but we'll be back in the next couple of weeks previewing the whole March slate. Um, but until then, that's going to do it for myself. And I'm Miss Tony Ferguson fan. We'll see you guys then.